Please turn with me this morning to Psalm chapter 1. The Lord has brought this to be my favorite psalm in the past past year or so. And so I've done a lot of considering on it this year and would like to share some of the things contained in it with you. Psalm 1 is split up into two distinct sections. Verse 1 through 3, speaking of the godly man and his actions and activities. And then verses 4 through 6, contrasting between the godly and the ungodly before the Lord and the church. There is a way to tell the godly from the ungodly. There is a way to put yourself in the way of the godly or the ungodly. Your actions and activities show the rest of us where your heart is. Consider Psalm 1 with me. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law doth he meditate day and night. And he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. The ungodly are not so, but are like the chaff which the wind driveth away. Therefore, the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. For the Lord knoweth the way of the righteous, but the way of the ungodly shall perish. Amen. Blessed is the man. The man, the the word blessed is the same word used by our Lord in Matthew in his Sermon on the Mount, chapters 5 through 7. A multitude of blessings will follow the righteous man. A gracious and a godly man, as described in the coming verses. It can be read, Oh, the blessedness of the man who lives godly, or does not follow in the way of the unrighteous and ungodly. Proverbs chapter 10, verses 6 and 7 speak of blessings. Blessings are upon the head of the just, but violence covereth the mouth of the wicked. The memory of the just is blessed, but the name of the wicked shall rot. This blessed man walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly. Verse 1 is the negative description of a gracious and a righteous man. The following verse will then repeat with the positive description of his actions, giving a thorough and more accurate explanation. This man does not walk after the way of the unrighteous, ungodly, sinners, or scornful. Walking is a word meant to express the man's conduct or lifestyle, his everyday conversation in godly or ungodly things. Proverbs chapter 14, verse 2 speaks of this walk. He that walketh in his uprightness feareth the Lord, but he that is perverse in his ways despiseth him. Another verse uh, in Psalms, Psalm 101.6, Mine eyes shall be upon the faithful of the land, that they may dwell with me. He that walketh in a perfect way, he shall serve me. This man does not seek the counsel of the ungodly. He seeks the counsel and wisdom and commandments of the Lord. His footsteps are ordered by the Lord. Psalm 37, 23, The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord, and he delighteth in his way. The, The counsel of the ungodly are the thoughts of the righteous, Sorry. 
Proverbs 12, the thoughts of the righteous are right, but the counsels of the wicked are deceit. Standing in the way of sinners is an attitude toward a particular issue. Standing is an attitude. It's a position taken in an argument. Standing in the way of sinners is having a sinful attitude or position toward any given topic or argument. Taking a stand in sin. But this man has been removed from a stand in sin and given a new man to take a stand for the way of righteousness and truth. The scornful are those that have feelings of contempt or derision toward the righteous. They are mockers and scoffers. This man is not a scorner. He rejects the ways of the disdainful man, though the seat of the scornful may be lofty. It is near the gates of hell, and we should flee from the destruction it causes. There is an obvious progression through the first verse in aspiring downward slide into sinfulness. First, the man walks in the counsel, a man walks in the counsel of the unrighteous, and then progresses to standing in the way of the sinful men, and then finally to be sitting in the seat of the scornful, flaunting the ungodliness and deceit of the devil. The blessed and righteous man will have no company with these men and retain his spotlessness from the sinfulness of these wicked men. But this man delights in the law of the Lord, and in his law he meditates day and night. Now we delve into the positive character of the blessed man. He delights in the law of the Lord. It is not a burden, but a guidebook, instructions on how to live a godly and fruitful life in this present world in the midst of ungodliness and sinful men. Another psalm, Psalm 119, (laughs) thoroughly speaks on the law of the Lord. But verse 15 and 16 specifically, I will meditate in thy precepts and have respect unto thy ways. I will delight myself in thy statutes. I will not forget thy word. Paul also speaks of meditating and delighting in the word. Psalm, I mean Romans chapter 7, verse 22. For I delight in the law of God after the inward man. One of the ways the man delights in the law of the Lord is by meditating on it. He meditates it on it not only by day, but also while he is lying in his bed. There are several verses in Psalm 119, as I said before, that speak of meditating on the law of the Lord. His commandments are his statutes. But there are also other men in the Bible besides David who sought to meditate on the word. In Paul, speaking to Timothy in 1 Timothy 4, 15 through 16, Meditate upon these things, and give thyself wholly to them, that thy profiting may appear to all. Take heed unto thyself and to the doctrine. Continue in them, for in doing this thou shalt both save thyself and them that hear thee. We obviously understand that this is mostly speaking to pastors and teachers, but every one of us can apply this verse in meditating consistently day in and day out. In Deuteronomy chapter 6, I'm just reading one of the several verses that speak of meditating on the Word. Verse 7, And thou shalt teach them diligently unto thy children, and thou shalt talk of them when thou sittest in thine house, and when thou walkest by the way, and when thou liest down, and when thou risest up. This blessed man shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. A tree planted is not a wild tree. It is one that is chosen, considered as property, cultivated, and nurtured. 
Jesus used an example in Matthew 5.13 about saints that are planted. But he answered and said, Every plant which my heavenly Father hath not planted shall be rooted up. The man planted by the Lord in righteousness brings forth fruit in season, full of flavor and ripe, not early or untimely fruit, which does not have the perfect taste. The fruits of patience in time of suffering, faith in the midst of trials, holiness and joy in the hour of prosperity. Fruitfulness is the evidence of a gracious and faithful man living in righteousness and delighting in the law of the Lord. Verse 4 begins the second half of the psalm. Now we are contrasting the lifestyle of the ungodly and the godly man. Men who do not delight in the law of the Lord and meditate on it. Men who do not separate themselves from the counsel of the ungodly, who stand in the way of sinfulness willfully, and who inevitably become scorners in their activities and actions. These men are not so. They are not blessed like the righteous man spoken of. The Lord has not chosen them, nor planted them by the rivers of water, so that they may bring forth fruit. They are like chaff, dirt, worthless, to be thrown into the wind and forgotten about. When John the Baptist was describing the great and terrible day of the Lord, he mentions the destruction of the chaff. Matthew chapter 3, verse 12. Whose fan is in his hand, and he will thoroughly purge his floor and gather his wheat into the garner but he will burn up the chaff with an unquenchable fire. The ungodly shall not stand in the judgment. They will be judged. The unrighteous will not stand. They will not be acquitted. The Lord in his righteousness will condemn them for their wickedness and folly. There will be no sinners in heaven. There will be no sinners in heaven in the midst of the congregation of the saints, the righteous. We can and should long for heaven to be with the Lord, taken from the midst of sinful and scornful men. Let us strive to make our calling and election sure, for if we make friends with the wicked and sinful, then we have no assurance of our salvation. If we partake of the counsel of the ungodly in their literature, music, worldviews, and beliefs, we have no assurance of our planting by the rivers of water. Most assuredly, if we are living a sinful life and scorning and scoffing at the righteous, then we are on a path to hell and damnation. Yes, yes. First Timothy chapter 2, verses 11 through 14. For the grace of God that bringeth salvation hath appeared unto all men, teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lusts, we should live soberly, righteously, and godly in this present world, looking for that blessed hope and the glorious appearing of the great God and our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen who gave himself for us that he might redeem us from all iniquity and purify unto himself a peculiar people, zealous of good works. For the Lord knoweth the way of the righteous, but the way of the ungodly shall perish. The Lord has a book of remembrance. Malachi chapter 3 speaks of this book. Then they that feared the Lord spake often one to another, and the Lord hearkened and heard it, and a book of remembrance was written before him for them that feared the Lord and that thought upon His name. He numbereth the hairs of our head, and He will not suffer evil to befall us. Job chapter 23. But He knoweth the way that I take. When He hath tried me, I shall come forth as gold. My foot hath, he held, or my foot hath held His steps. 
His ways have I kept and not declined. Neither have I gone back from the commandments of his lips. I have esteemed the words of his mouth more than my necessary food. There is a great and terrible day of the Lord coming in which the ungodly, sinners, and scornful will be punished. They will perish forever. Let us take heed that they are not numbered, that we are not numbered with them. Let us seek blessing from the Lord. The Lord has promised that he will pay and he will pay. The man will be blessed who fears him and meditates on his commandments, walking in them. Let us remove ourselves from this untoward generation, and the Lord will give us prosperity and write these things in a book of remembrance and prepare a place for us with him in eternity. Yes. Amen. Amen. Amen.